Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Hour number two of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. It's Brendan Escott sitting in for Bob Stoffer today. He'll be back tomorrow, just flying from Chicago over to Bakersfield, spending a little time with the uh, AHL affiliate of the Oilers and then back up to join the team soon enough for this five-game homestand that kicks off tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, the Washington Capitals coming to Rogers Place. Uh, boy, I should have written down the start time of that one. It should be a 7 o'clock, maybe a 6.30. We'll, we'll get that confirmed over the next couple of minutes here. Uh, but uh, you already know how to get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino Mask-Free Excitement. Bet on it. 780-496-0063 is also, also the Ashley Fine Floors uh, text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. They're open Monday to Saturday. Just before we re-engage with Mark Spector, I'll remind you that Japanese Village is open to serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. You can try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserve now at jvedmonton.ca. All right, Mark, appreciate you hopping on here once again. Uh, Let's maybe back this out to the Western Conference right now. We'll look at the playoff race because it's tight, and that's kind of part of the Oilers' problem right now is I look at a team like Los Angeles and I look at Anaheim and I think that maybe even San Jose, some of these teams are kind of ahead of schedule as to the competition that they're providing, certainly in the Pacific Division for playoff spots. So at the beginning of the year, what we once thought might have been Edmonton, Calgary, Vegas is now wide open after Calgary and Edmonton is is well, they've got to win probably 16 of the next 25 games to hit the magic number. That's getting late fast here, right? You look at LA, they're in second place in the Pacific and they're seven points up on Edmonton. Like seven points at this time of year is a lot. Man, it's not just a little, it's a lot to make up seven points. So uh, that's an issue. You know, I mean, the Oilers are they're four back of Vegas, and they've got at least one left with Vegas, if not two. Uh, so that's, you know, a little more doable here. Uh, but it's you can't keep looking at the game's played column and there's lots of time here. I'm looking at the points column, and I'm seeing less and less time, man. 
Yeah, and the East has been settled for a while, but this has been a tight playoff race in the West for the last month or so at least, and, and it has, in my opinion, been that, a race already to the playoffs. Edmonton's being nipped at the heels by Vancouver and Anaheim, certainly. They're uh, two and one point behind them, respectively. But even after that, I mean, Winnipeg could easily string a couple of wins together here and get right back into it. So it's it's you can't afford these runs without points, Mark, and losing or I guess picking up points in two of their last five or six games is that's not well, going to get them anywhere. No, and you know what? That's I mean, I think if you circle back and look at you know, you're not going to fix this problem even at the trade deadline. But when I look at this team and I see a team that's had you know that had the what were they 16 and 5 in the first 21 then they had a six game losing streak then they had a seven game losing streak right then they went on a little run with Woodcroft now they lost three in a row again i can still recall the days when they talked about how a, a good team doesn't lose two in a row well this team if that's if that cliche stands true i mean this team has lost had several you know losing streaks of longer than two so that's the biggest thing here. You're right. The good teams kind of collected along the way, and they don't let it get away from them. And there's no denying this Oilers team has let it get away from here a couple of times. And now you're down. You know, you lost three in a row. You got Washington coming in here, and then you get Tampa, two excellent teams. And then next week you got three home games that, that frankly, you're going to look at it and say we need six points out of these. It's Jersey, Detroit, and Buffalo. But you got to still be alive when you get there, Brennan. Yeah, and it, it's amazing to me how quickly it turned from being in the thick of things to now trying to stay alive in the race yeah. against uh, what is maybe more of a competitive West than they originally would have bargained for. Now, when you look at it that way, uh, how much are you willing to part with at the trade deadline, knowing that even if you get in, and I think this is what John Shannon was saying yesterday, even if you get into the playoffs, you're not likely to win a whole round even because the rest of the team isn't necessarily built to absorb that kind of uh, of game, at least not as it looks right now. So you're more than just a deadline move away from turning this around. Well, if you're going in, you know, when you were looking at going in as a third or second place team, at least you thought, okay, you know what, we can, I don't mind a series against Vegas. I can look at that series and feel like, you know, we can win that series. And, and then you win a playoff series, you get some confidence, you get some rhythm, you go into the second round, and now you're ready to take on a Calgary or a Colorado or however it works. And, you know, look them in the eye and maybe knock them off. But uh, I'm saying to you that if you're going in as a wild card team and your first series is against Calgary or Colorado, I'm not sure how much I love that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't I, I don't pick Edmonton to win a series that started tomorrow night against the Calgary Flames, if that's a question. Oh, and so, hey, there's a lot of teams that, that would say that exact thing oh, right now, sure. too. But, Absolutely. Um, so, okay, Jared McCann signs this crazy five-by-five million-dollar extension in Seattle. I'm looking at NHL headlines today, and I'm just thinking, are they trying to get some money on the books so they can keep a nice salary floor each year? Or or is Jared McCann a five-million-dollar player in the NHL? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought he was, so that's no. for sure. Um, you know, that's that's insane, right? Former this first is, rounder, sure, but that was you know, yeah, a long time ago by the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. I'm looking at his hockey D B. Uh he did have he had twenty one he has twenty one goals this year. He'd never been a fifteen goal scorer before that in the NHL. 
So, you know, this is this is his first year of, of scoring 15 goals. He's at 21. He's got 12 assists. He's got 33 points in 50 games. I mean, that's what's he on pace for, a 45-point player? You know, doing the math. I mean, five million bucks for a forty-five point player. It's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, he'd better be doing a lot for you in the face-off circle and checking yeah. other players. I would suggest. I, I just, I was quite surprised by that. And the only sense that I could make of it is they're a team without a lot of big contracts. So unless they go out and poach a, a John Klingberg at the trade deadline, uh, but I, I would, I would suggest that they're more looking at draft lottery odds than than trying to beef up for that. We heard from Brian Lawton, Mark, last week that this is going to be a buyer's market at the trade deadline, and that might be part of the reason why it's been quiet so far. Uh, But it is really a strange, strange... Of course, the goaltending market has been really bizarre, and we can dig into that if you'd like. But just as an overall, um, we're getting to the time where we're going to start seeing stuff, but this is a different year, in my opinion, than it has been in a while because teams are going to get to pick a little bit uh, what the right fit for their rental is. Yeah, I think that, I mean, there's two things at play here. One is is the fact that the Eastern Conference has been fully delineated here, right? There's there's two, four, you know, there's eight sellers there, and there has been eight sellers there for some time, yeah. right? We've known, how long, Brendan, have we known who the eight playoff teams of the East are? It it's it's got to be five month? or six weeks, I would suggest. <laughs> it's been a while. Right. Okay, so everybody among the bottom eight teams has had time to digest the fact that we're going to be sellers this year, and that's just how it's going to be. So that, to me, means, you know, you got a lot of, there's no question marks. That that makes it a buyer's uh, market because there's way more sellers, right? There's less buyers, more sellers. Out west, it's a little more muddy. But I think what we're, you know, you've got teams like Edmonton, uh, even if they wanted to be buyers, you know, they're, they're, they don't have any wiggle room. Uh, I don't think Colorado has a lot of wiggle room. We're hearing about third-party brokers to run contracts through Seattle or Arizona. Uh, I guess what I would say to you, Brennan, is it's, it's become so complicated with the cap machinations now and with what guys are making and how to make trades work that, frankly, it, it always eliminates a few of the buyers. So really, in the end, we've got a whole bunch of sellers, and there's not going to be a bunch of buyers. You know, There's not a wealth of teams out there tossing first-round picks around like there used to be. I think you're going to see a buyer's market most years from here on in. Final one for you here. Saw that the NHL, not so surprisingly, has severed the relationship with the KHL. And what does that really mean? Well, it's probably going to be harder for agents to broker deals to get those players to the NHL. Uh, but, you know, we figured that I'm sure as many other companies, corporately or otherwise, you know, I guess back out of Russia, uh, that this was a logical step. Yeah, the NHL, however, however, will still honor contracts that exist. So a guy, you know, like, um, you know, give me a name, Slepeshev. I think he's in Red Army, isn't he? Um, if I'm not mistaken. I, 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 he can't just walk away from Cheska and join the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow if he has a contract with, with uh, the Red Army. So, yes, the NHL is not doing business with him anymore. 
They're not, uh, you know, there's, uh, they don't have a lot of cooperation, but the last thing they're keeping is, um, you know, Jake Furtanen, I believe, has left his, left his team, if I'm not mistaken, but there is a dispute that he owes them some contract time. That player will not be allowed to play in the National Hockey League, is my understanding. Okay, that that does make a lot of sense. And then if you want to look at it the other way, only I was surprised to see there's only like 40 Russian players that are in the NHL right now. I almost have to double-check that to see if it's true. But It's um, actually a higher number than usual. I know there's been years really? where there's only been 25 guys. Yeah, wow, that is surprising. Uh, and the one thing that I would add is, now we're talking about the National Hockey League and honoring the KHL contracts. If a really good Swedish player wants to go home and, and play for... You know, Frolunda, I have a feeling that Frolunda is going to welcome that guy with open arms. If a Finnish player wants to go back to the Finnish league, I know the Swiss league's already taken on a couple of players. I don't think the European leagues have as quite as will keep any reverence for the KHL. Uh, the NHL will, but I think you'll see European guys landed back in their countries any day here. Gotcha. All right, Mark, I appreciate you taking some time with me today. I guess we'll catch up on Friday. Yeah, looking forward to it, Brandon. Have a great show. All right, thanks, man. That is Mark Spector for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta. Uh, where are we at here? Yeah, live standard bread racing has moved down to Century Downs Racetrack in Calgary. You can watch and wager online, though, at hpibet.com. Uh, let's let's not make you wait any longer for NHL today. We've talked about some of the stuff, but uh, here we go for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialists. Head to Elite Promotional Marketing, uh, rather, ElitePromoMarketing.com. It is a busy night across the NHL. 11 games, Toronto completing two games in as many nights. They host Seattle. Ottawa visits St. Louis. Winnipeg get the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. And the Calgary Flames will welcome Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals to the Saddle Dome. Hopefully soften them up a little bit for the Oilers tomorrow. That one's a 7 o'clock puck drop. Yes. Seattle signed forward Jared McCann, five years, $5 million per season. 25-year-old was Vancouver's first-round pick in 2014. He's got 21 goals, 33 points through 50 games, as mentioned by Speck in his first season with the Kraken. Bakersfield fell 3-2 to Ontario on the road last night. Dylan Holloway, though, scored his sixth of the year. We'll get uh, well more on him momentarily in the prospect report. Condors hold a five-point lead on third in the Pacific with 21 games left in the regular season. Oil Kings aim to stretch this win streak of theirs to 13 tomorrow night on the road in Medicine Hat. GM Kurt Hill joining us after the 1.30 news to uh, break down the run that they've been on. And the Alberta Golden Bears meeting the University of British Columbia Thunderbirds for the Canada West Championship. Alberta hosts on March 18th, so they'll get a week of downtime here. Both teams have already qualified for the U Sport National Championship, which the Canada West Conference will host. All right. Now about that prospect report for our friends at Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, and exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Eighth of the year last night for Dylan Holloway. 12 points? No, that's that's sixth. Sixth of the year. Okay, I'm throwing myself. So he has six goals and six assists for 12 points in 20 AHL games now this year. Yes. Matt Petrov, meanwhile, had uh, back-to-back two assist games for North Bays up to 74 points on the OHL season. Ty Tulio, you know about the season he's been having 
an 11-game point streak on the go right now. He's got points in 16 of his last 17 games. Edmonton's fifth rounder from 2020 now on pace for 93 points this year. And their fourth round pick from that draft, 100th overall, Carter Savoy helped power Denver past Colorado College twice on the weekend. He had an assist on Saturday and then two goals and an assist on Sunday. All right, we'll press pause here on Oilers Now. Lots of input from you on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll get back to that. It's Brendan Escott in for Bob Stoffer today, and it's 120 in Edmonton. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Shirley Manson and garbage as we keep plodding along on International Women's Day. Celebrate the women in your life. Go buy them flowers today or whatever it is that you can do special to let them know that they mean, they mean something to you. Okay, lots and lots on the text line. And um, it's, it is the time of year where, as the Oilers are not cemented in playoff position, people are frustrated with the same old narrative, or as they've labeled it, the same old narrative. Texter out of Edmonton says, I've checked the remaining schedule, the teams, the Oilers are fighting for a playoff uh, spot with, the games they have against each other, the record they all have, the winning percentage. With all of that, based on this Texter's mathematical background, the Oilers would need to win 18 of their remaining 25 games and have to get a little bit of help. Uh... We had 19 as the number floated by another texture. There's one saying 18. So, I mean, good. You're looking at winning 19 of your next 25 games, and that's the rest of the way. You'd better buckle down. You better get some good goaltending. You better get the special teams to, you know, a league average level. The penalty kill has been below league average. It's been one of the worst in the league since the 16-5 and start. And I believe that's one of those things where I mean, personnel is going to factor in. Sure, it's going to look different with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And, and you know, if Josh Archibald ends up out there on, on the second unit and again, can serve that role in the games that he suits up for, they'll benefit from that and the numbers should rise. But, you know, that's I, I am surprised, to say the least, at where Edmonton's special teams have been combined over the last two months. JR from Calgary says, enough excuses already. Holland needs to make a move for a number one goaltender and a defenseman like Chara. Cheers from JR in Calgary. Uh, Haji says, not sure. Oh, 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 how is year three of Holland's tenure? This can be an acceptable comment to any Oilers fan, which is that this isn't built to win the playoffs right now. If you looked on Cap Friendly at the mess that was left behind for Holland to deal with, he was hamstrung in some senses, and there's some moves that I'm sure he would like to have back. And 
If you could spend one extra million dollar per year on have Jacob Markstrom and not have a goaltending problem, I'm sure revisionist history for every one of you would dictate that that's the route they would have taken. But it's a matter of now trying to deal with the cars that they have. Stuart Skinner is up with the team. We'll see how long that's uh, going to stick around. Of course, Mike Smith dealing with a non-COVID injury. Uh, and uh, that's just one of many injuries. Or illness, I should say. Uh, but that's one of many injuries that has plagued this team recently. Doesn't matter. Got to find a way to win. Two tough tests coming up later this week. Washington, it is a 6 o'clock puck drop tomorrow, by the way, uh, on 6.30, Chad, with the Capitals in town. And then on, uh, what are we, Saturday Saturday night, it is Tampa. And the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions presenting another tough challenge. We will dig into the minor league rankings. The number one ranked team in the Canadian Hockey League is your Edmonton Oil Kings. They have won 12 consecutive games and they're hitting the road tomorrow night trying to make it 13. GM Kurt Hill is going to fill you in on uh, a lot to do with that program after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.